Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nate and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nate, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting while entertaining, education, and educating, and giving some inspirational thoughts and comments all about our experiences through this adulting life. And with that, thank y'all for listening, and we're going to get a word from our sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. So if you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specializes in creating systems for businesses. Use the code WMB to get a free 40-minute consultation. Okay, friends, family, associates, and people who might hate listening to us. Every week we go through our either or. Today's either or is go back to younger you and change one thing in life or manifest one wish for the present. I'm going to say what my best friend tends to say, but sometimes she won't be following her own advice. I love you. Don't hate me. Um, There's no reverse on my car of life. So I'm just going to manifest one thing for the present and leave the past where it's at. Because uh, I don't want to play with them demons. No, thank you. So all I keep thinking about is the flash. And if you're not familiar with the Flash, it's a, a superhero and how he goes back and changes things in time, but he changes the whole entire timeline, which then makes everything different in the future when he comes back and people don't know who he is because he's a totally different person because he just changed that one thing. So because I keep thinking that and that keeps flashing in my mind, I, <laughs> she got it. I am going to go ahead and manifest one wish for the present. Because that one wish will set me up for the future me that's going to be amazing. So I'm going to take that. That's my final answer. I, too, will manifest one wish present because if I change the past, like I just stated, who's to say that my present is going to be what it is? So I could change it for the worse and wouldn't even know it. But if I manifest one wish for the present, then thing that... I'm changing. Hopefully that will make my life a little bit easier or better present day. Have I not been paying attention to the Flash? Because I just thought he was fast. I just thought he would run around quickly for no reason. I, he was going back in time and stuff. I did not know that. Sometimes. I thought he was just zipping and zooming. Basically, he just fast. And with being fast, he can go back in the future. Go back in the future. Now I'm really confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, wait, is that a thing? 
technically he goes back into the past, but he also skips timelines where he goes to the future self and then comes back to try to warn his future self to don't do something to help the present self. But then he fucks up the future because he's doing the timeline in the future. And that it's just, yeah. I just thought he was zipping and zooming through the city to get to the bad guys. He does that for the other superheroes. See, this and is why does, I watch DC. And he does zipping and zooming and get coffee and stuff and food. See, that's, been, that's beneficial to life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Instacart. Maybe they didn't have it in that time timeline. I'm in DoorDash, Uber Eats. You did say Instacart. <laughs> so with that, um, that was a good uh, <laughs> either or nay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, with that, we're going to get into the quote of this episode. And the quote is, loving yourself starts with liking yourself, which starts with respecting yourself, which starts with thinking of yourself in positive ways. So Jerry C. I like this quote. Um, I've started listening to affirmations and positive songs and stuff in the morning because I feel like what you tell yourself and what you put into yourself, it goes into your subconscious and you manifest those things. So in positive ways will, you know, play a part in the manner in which you love yourself, like yourself, respect yourself. I agree. I think this is a very real and very true statement because I feel like all major changes starts with a thought, be them good or bad. What, what, what's, what's the scripture? Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. That's not the scripture. That's the quote, but the scripture is very similar to y'all know what I'm saying. As a man thinks so that he is. So is he. Mm-hmm. There we go. Or she or that. Very much so. It absolutely starts with thinking positively of yourself. Changing your internal language is key to making any sort of progressive positive changes in your life including liking your own being y'all both said that so eloquently that i'm like yeah yeah and that's one thing i love about this quote is that it breaks it down of how you start because you can't like yourself if you don't even talk to yourself nicely you know what i mean like um and i think of the saying it goes like talk nice to me well i can't talk Talk to me nice. Yes. You want other people to talk to you nice, but you don't talk to yourself nice? Make it make sense. <laughs> I don't get it. But um, overall, I do like this quote because like it says, like um, y'all made that great point of like, you have to really reprogram your brain to actually talk to yourself nicely, to tell yourself you're worth it and things like that. But also um, the subconscious is very powerful. The subconscious literally creates and it does not know what is it like reality versus is your imagination. It doesn't know if you tell yourself like, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're ugly. Okay. You just want, you said it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give it to you if you think you're ugly. So this reminds me of, I can't remember where I saw this or who said it or what, but that's besides the point because the message is the message. If you were to take those thoughts that you tend to have towards yourself, and if somebody else were to say those things to you, how would you feel? Right? So it's like, if someone else were saying those same things to you, you wouldn't like it. So why do you say these things to yourself? Which is why it's important to change that narrative and to change that language but I think the first thing is to notice and identify those thoughts because you can't change them thoughts unless you notice that they're there because a lot of us be having that loop playing in our subconscious and we don't even realize it I'm glad you went ahead and said that because I agree like I think as we transition some of y'all transition into adulthood we've been here so we are kind of a little bit of a bit I'm gonna say sophomore level um but it's true like having those thoughts are powerful but at the 
same time can hurt you too. Because like when you were younger, and I say this because um, my coworker and I literally just talked about this because we were talking about something um, that I seen on Instagram. And so with that, I showed her the video and then she was just like, she something triggered her in that video. And I'm over here laughing and I'm like, oh, oh my, my bad. And so what it was like, it was, um, I forgot the girl who plays Precious. Um, Gabrielle Sidere. Her. And so it was a clip where like she was coming in late to class and being all jolly. But the teacher who's white was like, you can't be fat and mean. Like, but I can be a skinny bitch. But you can't be fat and mean because no one's asking you to prom. And I was like, oh, so that's the clip I showed my coworker. And my coworker was like, yeah, I can't. And I was like, ooh, calm down. You triggered. And I was like, you okay? You need a break? You, you need a, you need a breath? And she was, then we went into like her telling me like her background of like she was bullied. And so I even think about that. Like when people bully, we, we talked about how like things that happen to you in childhood literally goes with you in adulthood. So if you're bullied for being fat and like ugly or dark skin or light skin or having short hair, those things make you not like yourself as an adult because you try to fix those things. You try to make yourself better. You try to make yourself quote unquote the standard, right? And so it's just interesting because even with the quote, but even what y'all said of like how you have to constantly listen to these things and constantly feed yourself nice thoughts and constantly tell yourself nice things because your subconscious was playing on a loop of the negativity. And now um, you're trying to like regroup and be this you, this perfect you, but it's like a small thing of an Instagram post can trigger you. Yeah. All you want to do is fit in and belong. That's just, that's like a human need and desire. Like we've had as human beings in the entirety of our existence, that's been a thing. So when you have those instances where you feel outcasted or ousted, the black sheep or whatever you want to call it, that doesn't feel good. And those things kind of sit in your subconscious. And if you hear it enough times from a lot of different people, it starts to become true, no? Or at least so you believe. And so you end up perpetuating and manifesting what wasn't actually there before now has come to light, which a lot of people have to unpack 30 years later. Yay, adulthood. Yeah, and I mean, I know y'all get tired of me sharing mommy stories and everything else, but it's my life and that's what I can draw from. But um, that's why I like, I tell Alex when he comes and he's like, so-and-so said I'm a bad boy. Well, do you feel like you're a bad boy? What gives them the power to tell you what you are? Like, if you're not a bad boy and somebody calls you a bad boy, ignore it because you know you're not a bad boy. So constantly like challenging all of those messages that he's getting in his head at four and like putting in his soul and his psyche, you don't have to answer to everything that people call you or everything they say about you. If you know that's not true, then it's not true. And I tell them every day, you'll never be a bad boy. You might make not so good decisions, but you'll never be a bad boy. So I don't ever want to hear you say that you're a bad boy because you're not. I love that. And I'm over here like, oh my gosh, hard, 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 hard. Um, and I love like so many things of what you said about that. You said, what gives them the power? And I want to just dissect that right quick. <laughs> Um, because that's such a powerful statement. And if you use that, even as an adult, like Sunny D said, now we got to undo all the crap that would happen in childhood and our adulthoods and our thirties and asking the question, what gives them the power to say this? What gives them the power to do this? What gives them the power? And the fact that you're telling your four-year-old side note, audience, I'm going to tell y'all this now. And I say this with the utmost, um, <laughs> the kindness I can say, if y'all got a problem with Nay, 
talking about any of them, my little man, you take that up with me because I don't care. I can stop listening because we love it. Back to our back to our episode. So, um, and the fact that you're saying that to a four year old and telling little man that what gives them the power? Do you know what you just gave to him? I'm like over here, like really trying to stay grounded because I'm about to go crazy not crazy but like I'm about to go like elevated um because that is such a powerful statement for a four-year-old to hear what gives them the power to say that because now and as an adult I'm listening and I'm like damn what gives them the power to even call me or say anything about me unless I'm giving them my power does that make sense like that that is powerful man or to take it a step further, because I mean, we can't, you know, help what people say, but it's like, what gives them the power to say it and it be true? Like, it's only true if you internalize it and validate it as true. So that's one thing, because I feel like if you don't nip this in the bud at four, then as a little black boy going into the American school system, <laughs> any of his unique qualities, abilities can get bastardized into something that is evil and harmful. So mommy is the biggest mama bear and will fight all of the battles. But there are some battles that I'm not present for. And there are some tools that I have to give him so that he can fight them battles himself. And if he has the confidence to fight those battles with his peers, I hope that he has the confidence to fight those battles with people who might be in authority position. I don't want to raise a people pleaser. I don't think I am with the things that he says sometimes. But that is my goal because being a people pleaser, there's so many things that you have to unlearn and unpack and even like speaking as somebody who did have a lot of people pleasing you know characteristics when you overcome that the trend it's like you go from one end of the spectrum to the other because then you run into not giving an f what people say and then people internalizing that as not you not giving an f what people say and think but no really you're developing boundaries and sticking to those boundaries and having to navigate and work through all of that is exhausting and I don't want that for myself so yeah, we we trying to empower and you know instill confidence at a very young age. So you don't have to go through all of this hard work. That's one of the greatest things that I think a parent or a guardian or a caregiver, caretaker can do for a child is to instill confidence within themselves at a very early age. So they can go through the next phases of childhood, next phases of life with a more sense of self as they're developing and changing and coming up with their own opinions and their own ideas, their own likes and dislikes and things of that nature. So even if it sounds trivial now at the age of four and someone says he's the bad boy or whatever, him being like, well, that's not what I believe that can't be true. And that's not something I accept and whatever, whatever you think about me is not my problem or my responsibility to take and internalize because I know I know who I am and the four-year-old version of that is what well, my mama said xyz right <laughs> my mama said and that makes it true like my mama said I'm not a bad boy so I don't know what you're talking about or who you've been talking to or where you got this information from because that's inaccurate. But having that confidence and instilling that at them at such a young age allows them to, when they get to those points where they have to fight their own battles and things happen at school or at the park or somewhere where your parents or where their parents aren't there to protect and fight the battles for you, they have the confidence to be able to stand up for themselves. And I think that transitions into adulthood with someone that is very self-aware and very, not even 
it's, it's way past being self-confident. It's very self-aware and it's very empowering for an individual to have that strong sense of self because then it's di- it's more difficult for them to lose themselves in the chaos that is adulthood and dealing with other human beings. So I think that is phenomenal and any person that is caring for a younger person, that should absolutely be a priority. Yeah, which is why additionally in that same book, but in a different page, I tell him every day or pretty much every day, because Alex is also an empath. So he feels energies and auras deeply and he can at times internalize any little whatever. But when he's having a moment and when we're just going through the course of the day, I will tell him, I love you. And there is nothing you can ever do or say that's going to take that love away. Like you can't take it away. You can't do something that'll take it away. That is my love that I'm giving to you no matter what. Just so he knows there's nothing I can do to ever make my mommy stop loving me. She gonna love me regardless. Now he knows that some of the behaviors and actions I don't like, but I never want him to go a day on this earth feeling like my love has conditions. Because I know a lot of times we've heard from parents and parents even say my love is unconditional, but them actions show real conditional love. (laughs) So I want my actions and my words to always tell him there is nothing I can do that will ever make my mommy stop loving me. I love that. And that reminds me of something my grandfather said. I think we I said this in a previous episode where he said, you can do nothing to disappoint me ever. I may not agree with what you do, <laughs> but you can't disappoint me. And I love that because it allows what you're doing with um, Little Man. It really do does allow him the freedom to be himself authentically, the freedom to love himself authentically. The freedom to know, as what Sunny D said, my mama said, I am a good boy. And my mama said, you can't talk to me like that. <laughs> and I love that, not just for him, but for you, because it made me, you, please, please, please correct me, because you know, I don't have any little ones. And... <laughs> And I see like when you are parenting little man and then um, two of my friends and their kids, I see this beautiful journey of like them reparenting or y'all reparenting y'allself, but also creating this new, beautiful, authentic you, if that makes sense. Like it gives y'all have this, I don't even know the word for it. I'm just going to say gift, Um, this beautiful gift of I'm not going to allow, I don't talk to my child that way. You're not going to talk to me that way. So (laughs) she said, period. And so let me instill this in my child now at, uh, the other ones are two and four. At two, four, and um, I have two four-year-olds. Ah, so (laughs) the two and my double four-year-olds. But like really instilling that now because the boundaries, y'all know that is my favorite B word. And I say it so much because like I had a conversation with a friend yesterday. We ended up being on the phone for an hour and a half. The gist of the conversation was like basically what y'all said. F everybody else. I like me. So I'm spending time with me. And she was telling me that like now that she has been taking back her energy, taking back her time, taking back all of her people pleasing ways, you know, people are pissed. People are like, well, you changed. You do this. Like, why don't you just do this anymore? Like you used to let me just come in here and talk to you for hours, but you don't do that no more. Like what's wrong with you? Like, why do you want to be in your office by yourself? Or why do you want to be by yourself? Like what's wrong? Are you okay? Are you depressed? And so when me and her had this conversation, I was telling her, I was like, isn't it funny that when you put your boundaries up and you take back time and you take back your energy, everybody else gets mad. But on the flip side, when you need time to talk, are they available? 
when you need time to just be able to sit in somebody's office, are they available? And that's the whole entire thing. Um, that's the whole entire thing of like understanding boundaries because we live in a society where everybody's a take, take, taker. And I say this in the most trying to be appropriate way as I can. Most people feel or most people have like this, I don't know, like this little, what is it? Like a little sensor of insecure people. So with that little sensor, they're like, mm, okay, I can get, I can take over this person or I can, you know, manipulate this person. Oh, that's cute. Or I can, I can manipulate this person or I can get this person to do what I want to do because that sensor is going off that, oh, this person is insecure. This person doesn't like themselves. So if I tell this person a little bit of this and this and this, they're going to slowly put that boundary down. But then when they put it back up, it's like a gate and they're like, oh no, why did you do that? What's wrong? Do you? And then they start internalizing it like, oh, you did this to me. No, I'm taking back my time because I like me enough and I love me enough to know you fucking up my energy and my peace. And the one thing that we're going to do, you don't, don't come for my peace. Don't come for my peace. At that point, you got to be cut off and move about. It's that desire to tear in, in a terrible way to uplift themselves and to feel better about themselves by latching onto someone that they feel gives them the platform to put themselves up higher. And when you've created that barrier and they no longer have that type of access to you, that no longer benefits them. And that's the problem. I'm no longer benefiting from whatever this dynamic I subconsciously had over you or what have you. And therefore you are the one that has change. I haven't changed because I'm still insecure and sad and I need you to make me feel better. But now you feel better about yourself as you should as a decent grown up human being. But I haven't gotten to that level of emotional maturity yet. And now you fucking up my rotation. That's what that's about. Yeah. And I know a couple of episodes we talked about giving people permission to do things. Can I give the audience members permission to not use that phrase you've changed as a negative? Like change is good growth is good if you are staying stagnant why are you here so if somebody is like you changed ugh, be like yes thank you i'm growing moving up leveling up you should come too like don't always use that as a negative it's something to get down upon you know some people like dr j said some people can't make it to your next level like some people you do have to leave behind it's not that you're better than them but you're moving on to better things and if they don't want to come along then that's on them but you ain't always got to pull people with you because that eventually becomes dead weight and that's gonna hold you down and slow you down yeah she said a whole word and i hope y'all heard that because listen if y'all ever been in a gym and tried to run with that little weight thingy behind you that you have to run with imagine that you know what i'm talking about Cindy? you know it's like the little circle thing you gotta run and you gotta hold it and pull it. Girl, I, play, play. I don't either. I did it one time at a CrossFit and I was like, I ain't coming back. <laughs> oh, CrossFit? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Audience, it's a weight plate. Yeah, what she said. So imagine like having to pull eight eight of them? Nah, that's too much dead weight for me. Mm-mm. You gotta go. You gotta go. You have to go because now you're slowing down my growth. And at what point in your life are you going to want to do better for yourself? But then also I'm thinking of like, you changed? My question is, why haven't you? The fact that these girls do this. 
<laughs> Listen, these are questions that need answers because why are you in the same position you were in 10 years ago? And why are you mad at me for elevating and evolving as one does with time? If inflation can go up, damn it, so can I. Well, and also some people grow in different trajectories and that's fine. Just because I'm growing this way, you growing that way, that don't mean we always got to grow on the same path. Like it is okay for us to grow in different ways and maybe down the line, those paths will converge and we'll both be better, newer, improved, like more mature versions of what we were in the past. But sometimes you got to get into your dark place and your safe safe space to grow. And a lot of times God can't do all that work when you're surrounded by everybody else. So sometimes that growth needs to happen separately so the Lord can do the good work in you that he is destined to do without the outside audience looking in and influencing you. The best example I've heard of that was from the good the good old T.D. Jakes when he said <clears throat> development <laughs> the God hides a baby. Okay, I can't keep doing that. <laughs> what is happening here? What is this? Why you hold your throat too? How did you do that? <laughs> All right, you don't go to go so far. But he was saying like he used the example of like God gives the most precious gift to a woman, which is being able to carry a baby, right? And so like in this season, <laughs> season, the baby's protected. Like you don't see this kid for nine months, technically 10, but nine, 10 months, right? It's protected. But in this protection, what is the baby doing? Not staying stagnant, not little dot. It's literally growing, developing, maturing, becoming, turning, moving, hurting the mama, moving this, moving the foot, gotta stretch, right? And so during that time, he used the analogy of like, that's what God is doing when you are in your dark place or when you're isolated or when he's moving people out, your pruning season, because you have to go through it alone to, in order to be able to stand when the actual quote unquote situation comes up, because you can't get into a situation and be successful in that situation. If you haven't been through the trials, that's going to give you the strength and the toughness or the preparation to withstand that. And I also remember him saying, if you're going to pray for, quote unquote, like a new job, a new house or any of that or man, whatever you want, woman, anything, pray for the strength, the guidance, the wisdom and discernment to keep it. Yeah, I'm also going to say this for the people who hate women and all the things that, you know, women encompass. If you don't get the baby analogy, think of film. You can't develop film in the light that causes it to be destroyed and overexposure. You develop the film in the darkness. And then once it's ready, you can see the picture. That's why all y'all woman haters who, you know, close y'all ears when y'all hear about women and things that happen to women. That was good. That was good. That was really good. That was real good. Okay, sorry. That was good. <laughs> That's still marinating my soul right now. Listen, I was that like, was I don't know where we go from here because that right there, that's it. That's it. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, have I ever had film actually developed? Because I don't think I have. Yes, you I have one back in the day, yes. the Polaroids when you had to go picture, shoom, 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 picture, and then you had no, to take it. I, they develop it. I pay them to do it. I've never done it. Oh. I take that hold of CVS. Here you go. Can I have my five by, my five by sevens? My you be so Houston. <laughs> 
Okay, so you turn, yes, you do. Boo. Yes, you do, boo. <laughs> so y'all, question. Is there a difference between liking and loving yourself? I mean, I think it is. I think love is unconditional and like is temperamental and situational. I can love myself all the time. I cannot like myself in moments. And I can like myself when things are going a certain way or when I have my dream body. But as soon as those things disappear, I can be really unkind and nasty to myself. So I don't think in that moment you would be considered as loving yourself because your liking and your value of yourself is dependent upon something else. I definitely think there is a difference. I think they can play off of each other. I think it's important to love who you're developing, love the different aspects about yourself. But I feel like liking yourself is more internal. Like me liking who I am as a human being. Would I be friends with me? That type of like, do I like me enough that I would be friends with me if I weren't who I am? Do you know what I mean? So I feel like they're different. I can love myself. And that's a journey in and of itself. But I also think so is liking yourself and liking who you are as a human being, who you are as a sibling, as a daughter, as a friend, as a spouse, as a coworker or a colleague, as an individual breathing human being in this country, do I like myself? And if I like myself enough, then being able to do things that are the betterment for me, for my environment, for who I want to develop into, I think that leads into being able to love the full encompassingness. That's not a word, but y'all know what I'm saying. I'm going off the dome here. I think that leads into me truly becoming who I'm supposed to, who I'm developed to be, who God has determined from day one, who this person is. This is what I need from her life. This is what I am. She is this XYZ gift to the world in this particular manner. And then developing into that, I think I have to like who I am as an existing human being in order to work towards those things. Okay, you sparked a question and a thought in my head. Can you not like yourself in different areas or not like how you show up in different areas, but still in the totality say that you like yourself? Great question. I love the thought provoking stuff. Y'all know I get giddy about this. I think it's a very complex answer um, with a lot of complexities, meaning, and I can only use myself for example. So right now I do not like the situation I am in and I do not like a lot of the things I have to do with my job, which then has me not, has me questioning myself and my abilities. But overall in other areas of my life, I do like myself. Like I like the way I look. I like the way I think. I like the way my little weird sense of humor. I like the way I laugh. I like the way, like I like all the other things right now, but that one area I don't like. But the complex part comes in of having to isolate this area, having to isolate this area and make sure it doesn't spill over into the other areas because it can, because I don't like this situation, which then could, if you're not, what Sunny D said earlier, aware of it. And I'm intentional about asking, what is it that I don't like about this situation? But then also, what is it that I don't like about me in this situation and how I'm responding? And so with that, to make sure it doesn't go over, I have to rip... <laughs> go over because me not liking where I am in a job could easily transfer into I don't like myself because I don't think I'm good enough. So it really is a 
super small spike of being aware of that. I think it is definitely possible to not like aspects of your personality or some of your characteristics, but overall, like yourself in a general sense. I know for me, and it was only because it, this, it was brought to my attention, like this is something that I then realized when interacting with other people, right? When I'm by myself, I'm great. It's just me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't get on my own nerves. Sometimes I do, but that's just me being goofy. But I'm fine by myself. But then when I have to take whomever, whatever that is, interacted with someone else there's other parts of you that are then activated right you're different when you are you know in the presence of a parent there's a a different version of you when you're with your siblings there's a different version of you when you're with your best friend versus with your coworker. these are all you they're activated in different certain you know at certain times in different situations so there are definitely things about me that in different behaviors that I had that when once it became conscious I was like oh I do that oh no 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 we can't we can't Mm -mm. that's not I'm not a good friend because of XYZ. I'm not a good partner or colleague because of these behaviors that I have that I didn't necessarily know about because I, these are situations I've been, I hadn't been in a situation to have activated. To, to dumb it down, don't laugh at me when I say this. This is a real, real world example real life example. Apparently, some people have made mention and by some, I mean the person I'm married to have made mention that, you know, your girl might be a little gassy when she sleeps. I didn't know that. I've been sleeping for myself, by myself for the longest time. <laughs> I've been by myself for the longest time. That wasn't anything I had to deal with. Did it happen? I don't know. Maybe. Sure. It didn't bother nobody. I was asleep. But now that our sleeping quarters are utilized by the both of us, now it's been made aware like, hey, you sound like a jetpack sometimes. So <laughs> when those things are made aware of me it's like oh well that that that's not cool actually I don't so much care about that to be honest with you but I'm just for example purposes <laughs> but when you have certain characteristics or behaviors that you do that you aren't consciously aware of it's not an issue until you're in a situation where then it becomes an issue and then you have to determine whether that's something that you like about yourself and that you're willing to change for the betterment of yourself and the betterment of your interactions in said situations that will probably then happen again or if that's something that you don't care about and you don't mind effing up whatever that relationship or situation is. You know what I'm saying? So I absolutely believe that you can dislike certain things about yourself, but as a general whole human being, you still have that that like about yourself. And I think that coming back to that is important because I like myself. These are the areas that I'm going to work on because I like who the person I'm, I'm becoming or the person I'm, I want to become. So then you work on those things, but I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think you can have both. Okay, so two things. I must be a crap wife because I just need text messages like hey I'm gassy today so deal with it go to sleep first I don't I don't know but also this also branched off the can you not like your situation but still like how you show up in that situation yes simple answer yes and to the example I used earlier specifically about work yeah because I like how I show up every day and the clients that um, I work with will tell you and have told my boss I am an asset to their department. And if they don't realize what's going on, they're about to lose their most valuable person, which is great. So that tells me I'm showing up as the person I want to show up as. Like I like that person because I'm going to give you concierge service no matter who you are. That's just me. But that is difficult depending on the situation, 
And that's where it's multifaceted in my mind, because it depends on the situation, the person, environment, what's going on, the context. Why? Because off the wall example, off the wall, let's say you are. Um, so the example I will use of like, sometimes you may not like how you show up, right? Is simple. Go to the grocery store. You hungry, could be hangry, you know, check out line long. The person in front of you made the cashier pissed. And now the cashier's taking that out on you. You have a choice. I can show up as like my best self and be like, this ain't got nothing to do with me. Check me out. Let me go home. Or if that cashier look at you and say, what do you want? Like, is this all you got? Like if she's giving you attitude and you immediately pop off because, you know, back in the day, Nakai would have done that. But, you know, growth. Um, <laughs> you're like, I apologize for the person who, you know, went off on you. You didn't deserve that. But moving forward, the way you're talking to me is not acceptable. I just need you to check me out so we both can have a better day moving forward. I would like that. I showed up. I set a boundary with you because you're not going to take off whatever happened to that person. You're not going to take that on me. Flip side, if I would have been like, first and foremost, what you're not going to do... <laughs> It's talk to me like this. What you're not going to do is cuss me out. What you're not going to do is this because we can take this shit outside. Like, this is your job, not mine. Matter of fact, go get the manager. Would you really have liked to show up that way? And it goes back to like, how, how for me, it's like, how do you reflect on how you show up in situations? How often are you aware of that? Are you even aware that how Sunny D said, some people may see you one way while you think you're doing this. And they're like, looking at you like, mm. like I'm going to use the garden angel. My garden angel, I know a lot of situations my garden angels be sitting back like, Lord, why? Like now I got to go save her from this? <laughs> Send another angel. <laughs> But the question is, is how often are you reflecting? How often are you intentionally understanding that? Nakai's guardian angels are like, can I get a new assignment, please? Because this this isn't what we agreed upon in the contract. These are out of scope of my job duties. <laughs> this is too much. See, they be Nakai's guardian angel, but for me, it's Jesus. Like, dang it, why I always got to go to bed for you? Like, you'll never listen. Don't never. Now I got to go to daddy. And you already know. He going to look at me like, but she noticed. And you noticed. And I noticed. But I still got to go to bed for you because, you know, you need a little. Mm. I know Jesus be like, oh, I'm sick of this girl. I think, but you made us. <laughs> you made us in your image. So part of you is me. And me is part of you. So who's the Betty one? Y'all know you that. Call Yes. Okay. Because he is petty sometimes. He has. He also has a sense of humor. He be petty sometimes. Y'all know that Makai Pfeiffer meme where he's just looking like this and they be photoshopping 47 cigarettes on him. <laughs> like, oh my God, here we go. That's how the Lord be looking at you sometimes. Like, I knew this would happen. I made it. Like, all these things are like, this is in the plan, but this is the part of the plan that I, that be stressing me out. You know, you know what? I, you watch the movie 47 times, you know exactly what happens, but this is the part that's like, I never understood why she go through that door. She knows she's not supposed to go through that door. So what would you say, what are three things that y'all like about yourselves currently at this moment? So at this moment, three things that I like about myself is that one, I'm a very inquisitive person. So I ask a lot of questions because I like clarity. Two, boundaries. I have, I feel like I have really good boundaries. And um, three, I like that. I like me and I like spending time with me. I would say those are my three things. My three are, I'm hilarious. I'm super, super funny trust me um i'm considerate <laughs> well, 
I'm being serious. Stop it. Um, I'm considerate. I think I'm a very considerate person. And I'm compassionate and empathetic. I think regardless of what someone is going through, I'm able to relate and understand where they are, what those emotions are like, and be whatever type of support I'm needed at that moment. Sometimes it's just a listening ear. And sometimes it's actual um, advice or guidance that is being solicited. So wherever I can fit into, I think I do very well at those. So my three things are I like um, my knowledge and my acceptance of myself. I might not always like parts. I might not always like different things about myself, but I feel like I am aware of those things and I accept them and I am actively choosing to work on them or not, to be completely honest. I like my sense of humor, although it is quirky and dark at times. Like Sunny D said, I think I'm hilarious and I think my sarcasm is delightful. And I like my willingness to help get in the trenches with people I love and care about, to help them be their best selves, be it support them, like helping them, telling them things about themselves that they don't really want to hear, but they know they need to hear. Um, I like those things about myself. I like that for both of y'all, especially when both of y'all like, I'm funny, I'm hilarious. Trust me, you know. <laughs> Oh, my thing is, or not, I'm still going to think I'm funny. <laughs> because you like you. <laughs> so what would you say, and I already know the feedback I'm going to get on this when I ask this question. So I'm giving y'all side eyes now. What would you say are three things other people like about you? To know me is to love me and they'll say the same thing. I was going to say, people think I'm so funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm not just saying that for myself. People know it. It's not a secret. This isn't a, a solo uh, characteristic of mine. People are aware. They love me. I'm adorable. Um, <laughs> similarly, <laughs> I, I have been told that. I have been told that. We actually did, weirdly enough, we did a similar-esque thing at my job. And um, it was done like anonymously. And we we're supposed to say a couple of things about each people. And like the general consensus for me was like, she's witty. She's clever. And I'm like, oh, y'all be getting my memes. Thanks. I be sending memes in the chat. <laughs> like an unprofessional millennial. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Um, but no, I do think people think that I am humorous to whatever degree they think I'm humorous. And I think they believe I'm a good listener with all the people coming to me, telling me about their problems and asking me advice because they know that I will listen or at least allow them the space to vent or whatever it is that they need. I think they feel safe with me enough to do that, which is nice um, and comforting. And yeah, I pretty much all the same things. They can tell me things in confidence and know that it's not, it's just going to be between the two of us and it's not something I'm gonna go running off and telling whoever but mostly because i'm gonna forget in 10 minutes so i don't have nothing to tell people so god if that ain't me because y'all know i said what when i say that did i write it down no uh-huh. all right especially like if it ain't my business and you're just sharing i'm like okay we're gonna process through in that moment and then once that's done i need i need mental capacity so i have to intentionally like okay they're good i'm gonna put that out thank you and then a million other things come in so oh go ahead i was gonna say yeah you gotta unload it i'll hold it for whatever i need it and then if i no longer need the information it's gone you tell me the the nuclear codes to the the u.s defense and i'm like okay i'm gonna forget i don't torturing me ain't gonna do absolutely no good i got nothing for you listen 
I'm going to be like, you know what? I wrote it down in my password book, which if you kill me, you can't get to my password book. How old are you that you have a password But You know who I knew that had a password book? My 77-year-old manager at my old job. He had a little pamphlet thing by his office that had his passwords and his usernames because <laughs> he couldn't get to things. And he's the one that doesn't know how to open a PDF. Like, that was you. That's you. <laughs> So you sparked something that I'm we're going to try. So you said, you know, y'all did like a little quiz or something like that about like y'all went around and y'all shared what the quiz or whatever said about each other. Let's do that. So we're going to do. No, that's my password book. Uh, oh, <laughs> you got a digital password book. See, it ain't just me. It is not just me. Girl, how we how I get a digital one? But you, so you have a physical one. That's yeah. the difference. But it's in that my lockbox with my key. So you ain't going to get in there. Of unless course, you my because my key. you are 76. I got a digital one. Show me how to get a digital one. It's not just Google Keep Note. <laughs> Keep note. Okay. Keep note. Google. You can just go to your passwords in your settings and they're all there. That's kind of scary. No, because that means I have to save them into the cloud and Big Brother don't need to be able to hack my phone. Well, that's fair. Well, where do you think this app is saved to? That's a different cloud. I know. And that's what Google. I trust them a little bit more. No, oh, that's fair. <laughs> I'll give you that. At least with Google, you can um take off the uh, location settings. iPhone, you can't do none of that. Yes, you can. No, it, it, it automatically turns off. back on in the background. Yeah, that's what you think i turn it off let me check my phone thank you so we'll do one thing then so one thing that you like about each other that you think is a great trait i think nay has a very specific ability to recognize the bullshit and to call said bullshit which i appreciate personally i think you nakai have a very specific ability to think in reverse in some things like you you tend to have this thing where you see like a big picture and then you work backwards from that and I know me personally, I don't always have like the skill set to do such and such. Like you're like, I know what I want this to look like. And if this is the end game, then this has to happen before before that. This has to happen and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's a benefit in a skill set that not everybody has. And I try, listen, I try to implement it in some areas of my life, uh, but then I get confused in the steps. So I appreciate that your brain works the way that it does because it's different than mine. Thank you, Sunny D. Not y'all saying I got a gift for the BS. That's hilarious. Um, Sunny Thee, I think you have, you're very intentional with your words. And even though sometimes you like, I have thoughts, but I don't, I don't know what they are right now. I feel like that is truly a gift because y'all know, I just say the first thing that comes out of my head and then I got to scale it back and everything else to, you know, say what it really meant and kind of apologize. But not really apologize because I meant that ish, but apologize for how it came out. But you are very intentional in what you you say and I feel like you think about it from all sorts of ang- angles and I appreciate that because I don't always do that I ain't as intentional with my words Nakai I love how you are so black and white <laughs> that you are very decisive when you want to be. And it also helps get the job done because my soft, emotional person wants to put too many colors in things and them colors can kind of muddy up the waters. But you're so black and white. you like, if it ain't this, it's that. And ain't no in the middle. And that really helps with decision-making and planning and all of those like fundamental things that you have to do in life. You know, I'm going to receive that from both of y'all. Thank Thank you because I was like I don't see myself as any one of those because I feel like I'm indecisive but I will receive that thank you 
Um, okay. So for both of y'all, for me, what I love and like about y'all, since we're saying like, I'll say like, for Nay, you have the gift of allowing others to just be themselves with you and making them feel like at home. Like, even if it's like on the phone or like in person, like, I don't, and I don't take that lightly because there's so many people that will make you feel, you have to, like what Sunny D said earlier, you have to put on this presentation or you have to put on this persona just to kick it. And like how your thing is like, just kick it. <laughs> just bring you, your authentic self to me. And then, like you said, you will elevate that person to extreme heights. And I think that's something that is so beautiful about you that I like. And then Sunny D, <laughs> I do agree. I, this isn't going to be mine, but I do agree. You are witty. You are very witty with your comebacks. And the way you say your comebacks are so like matter of fact, like a child say it. And you just be like, did she just say what I think she said? And they're so funny. So yes, you are a hilarious person. Yes, people trust her when she says she is. Um, But I was going to say for you is your, I love that you're emotional. And I say that because... <laughs> Cause y'all know I'm a, I'm, I, emotions are like something that I have to figure out now. Like I never knew they existed. Right. And so the fact that you are emotional, I love that because it shows me like you, people have emotions, but not only that you feel deeply. Both of y'all, they're not, they're not taking me seriously. <laughs> I am, but it's still funny. Like it is. Serious, serious situations are funny all the time. That's why you think people laugh at inappropriate things. <laughs> you just said Sunny D was witty because of the matter of fact way that she says things. You so matter of factly said that you just now realizing people got emotions. That is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, literally, she's like, people have emotions. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't know this. People have feelings. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. But I do love that, like, you have emotions, but you're so in tune with your emotions. And, like, and I also love or really like that you're really coming into your own. Like, you are speaking up for yourself. You're actually saying like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. And you're actually putting up your boundaries because when we first started, but also you and I known each other prior to this, it was a totally different person. So this person that you have grown into of like speaking, speaking for yourself, acknowledging your emotions and saying like, y'all today is not a good day. Like this and this has happened. I'm, I'm going through this. That is the person that I'm loving and so happy to see right now because prior to you could have been going through hell and you would have just sat there and be like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, you, you, you okay? Yes. So now that, now that you have got into really liking you, you're putting your peace and your boundaries up and I'm loving that for you. Look at us. We're growing and loving each other and liking each other. Clap, 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 clap. Make that booty clap. Hey, hey, hey. Make that booty clap. Hey, hey. Twerk, twerk. Okay. Sunny D said no. So she said we got to be professional. I've been sweating this whole period. I don't need any more like body heat to be like exuding. I told you, throw them in a circle ma'am i'm just trying to keep these things up you can't if you put them up and go like don't be in a circle don't want me do, you know do you know how heavy these are this hurts gravity is a thing still that's painful thank y'all um for that i love that because i also think about this if like if you don't like yourself if you don't have friends that like you and hype you up 
what you doing with your life though? Make that a question that you journal on tonight. If you journal, if you don't, think about it while you drive. And with that, I'm going to throw it to Nay. So guys, you know we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, at, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know we keep it popping hot over here. Email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at whereismyblueprintpod.com. All right. So with that, we're going to have our moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. Moments of melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for moments of melanation, we are highlighting. So today's moments of melanation, we are highlighting Ebony Butler, PhD, who is a licensed psychologist and food relationship strategist, who is also the creator of My Therapy Cards. They are the first card deck and self-help tool of its kind created to help women of color work through self-limiting beliefs and habits, keeping them from developing into their highest self. The mission of the therapy cards is to help make the process of emotional, mental, and behavioral exploration more accessible to everyday, well, for everyday women, while also creating a bridge for clients and therapists to do meaningful together. Whether working through the deck alone or in company of a trusted friend, partner, loved one, or therapist, my therapy cards provide thought-provoking prompts and complementary tasks that promote the type of awareness and compassion necessary for growth and self-elevation. Ladies, have you all seen these cards? I haven't seen these before, but I think the concept of this is really cool. There's also a teen edition, which I think is great especially when you're at that age where a lot of things in your life are changing and you're getting more responsibility as an individual and you're developing into your own self. So I think this whole concept is really cool. And it seems like they have, like these questions are something that you could do on your own and answer these questions on your own with what your thoughts are or in a setting with another person. So like with a parent or in this case, like with a therapist or what have you. So I think this is great because I don't, ever recall having asked myself any of these questions at any point in my life until like in my 30s so having something like this like which self-limiting thoughts do you have that keep getting in your way I wouldn't know I would have a wouldn't even know how to answer this as a teenager um but I think it would definitely help plant seeds about finding my own voice 20 years ago, as opposed to doing that work now. Um, y'all probably hear a lot more other ridiculous stuff from me, how to voice my opinions a lot earlier <laughs> on some things. But I think this is fantastic. Um, I love that this is geared towards Black women and allowing us the opportunity to maybe address and break down some things that weren't as prominent in our like consciousness because we're so busy taking care of everything and everybody else um taking the moments to actually reflect on some things that may be getting in our own way that we may be causing at the for the support of someone else but at the detriment of ourselves so I think that this is fantastic and I love that she's taking a chance and created something like this because this is really cool yeah I'm here for this one because part of the car have an emotion wheel and like I love that it helps you 
identify which emotion because Nay always says something. If you can name it, you can tame it. Like you can, you can name that emotion. You can, we can figure out how to move forward. Right. And so I'm here for that. And I also um, love that she has one specifically, I guess it's new for black men. And I'm here for that because like you said, Sunny D, a lot of the questions that she's, you will typically get in therapy. You know, some people may not have access to therapy. Some people may not be able to afford therapy. Not all insurance cover covers a good therapist. Let's make that said too. Um, but also some of these questions you can actually do if you're a journal, like if you journal a lot or you just need a process or you're in your long time or you're meditating of taking one of these cards and which habits do you want to develop to push you closer to your goals? Like, I feel like if you, these cards are like really good to for one-on-one, but also in a group setting. Like if I'm asking that question, it's like, oh, well, I don't know. Like how you said, Sunny, do you like, oh, I may not know how to answer that. But if I'm in a group setting with a safe space and I, you know, um, propose this card, then somebody else may be the answer first. And then that would help trigger, oh, so this is the type of answer the card is asking or a question the card is asking. And I'm here for one because there's a journal. Y'all, can y'all tell we like, I like journals. <laughs> um, there's a journal that goes alongside with the cards. And I love that because if you journal in the mornings or in the evenings, or you do both, pulling a card right in the morning when you wake up and just being able to get all that out, or even before you go to bed and like journal it and you already have your prompt and it'll allow you to process of how did you get through the day with this particular event, you know, and reflect. Because I really believe not a lot of us actually reflect on our days. We don't reflect on our behavior. We don't reflect on how we show up, but these therapy cards are allowing you to do that in the safe space in a private area. And I am here for this. Matter of fact, I want these cards and I think I'm gonna get the teen. Well, the ones for the girls are my little sister. Although she feels like she's an adult. I mean, technically she is. She's 21 now. Yeah, but she's still my baby. Um, <laughs> um, but I think I'm gonna get these for her, one for me and one for her. And then one for my the man for my brother because he needs to get the, he needs to process too. But side note, she's beautiful. She said he needs to process too. Yeah, she is. They have bundles too. They come with like the cards and the journal. Girl, the price tag is a bit steep, but I think like with anything, good products are an investment in yourself. And if your mental health matters to you, if you want to break down some strongholds that are in your life, I feel like you should prioritize and make it a point to do what is better for you, but also do what it will take to help you show up in better spaces and create more helpful, healthy, enriching relationships. So like Nakai said, I might go ahead and cop this journal and these cards because journaling for me is difficult. I'll get on the boat and then I get off the boat because it's too tedious. So maybe this would be a way for me to delve into some things in a non-threatening way and in a way that I can do with some consistency. They also have, in addition to the bundles, or I, I'm concluding that 
they have this option with all of theirs. Um, you can also donate like a set to someone, which I guess would be the same as if you gifted it to someone. When you click on whichever option you're looking at, I'm just currently looking at the um, the women's edition, the adult set that comes with the journal and the cards. There is the option, obviously, to just buy it and have it shipped to yourself, but then you can also donate this set to somebody, which I think that's a really cool feature. Because um, Nakai, that's something you just gift and donate to your little sister so that she can start working on some things that she may not know exist yet because she's 21 and thinks she grown. So a little disclaimer, with the gifting option, they actually pick the woman or man that it goes to. So you're gifting the option and then they choose a woman or a man to give that bundle to. So if you want to give it to somebody specifically, do not choose gift option. What you do is you That's buy a regular point. one and then you put in whoever you want's address and hopefully you call them on the phone and tell them that they get it in the mail. That's a good point. That's a cool feature. I didn't know that that's what that was because I didn't click on it yet and I didn't read it. That's actually a really cool concept because then you're helping to potentially provide a, a source of an outlet to someone that may actually need it. So that's really cool. I'm here for this. I think like you got, like y'all said, this is great. I am a big component of therapy. I think everybody in the world needs therapy um, because no matter what you may have had the best childhood in the world, but at some point you need to process something that you ain't processed and you just keep holding it in. And if y'all don't know anything, stress is a silent killer. Holding an emotion comes out in cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes. Well, I think that's more food, but still stress eating, buying stuff just on realm because you just need something to control. I would, this is a thing I will stand on. Everybody needs therapy. And if you cannot afford it, please look into these cards and um, do get them. And if you are a parent and you have a teenager, look into getting this for your child. Because as Nay, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, Nay is instilling so many amazing things into her little man at four. At four. If you have a child that's older than four and you have not talked about some of these things, liking yourself, giving, sending your child affirmations, going over affirmations with your child, being intentional, tell them they have the power. Y'all really need to look into this. Now, I know this is getting like me preaching. I don't want to preach at you. I don't want to have to get my T.D. Jake's voice on. But I do want y'all. But I do want y'all to take this seriously and like really look into this because I think this is a great product. And Miss Ebony, we're going to reach out to you because this could be a definitely partnership. With that, we're going to transition to Sunny D to take us to our newsletter. Hey, friends. Can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint podcast? Join our free VIP community for exclusive WMB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at where's my blueprint pod. Can't wait to connect with you. And y'all with that, we are coming to our affirmation and today's affirmation is I know how to be no one else but me. The things I don't like about myself, I choose to change or accept. Still, I fall more and more in love with me each day. Please fall more and more in love with yourself every day. You can't start with love, at least start with like. You can't start with like, write down one thing that you think positive about somebody else and put your name in it. So if you like, uh, Gabrielle Union is great. Switch your name. Nakai is great. There you go. And just keep doing it every day. Every day, every day. And with that, y'all can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Check out all of naysays at the blog at where's my blueprintpod.com. Where's my blueprintpod.com. And we 
Do 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 R. Do 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 over. Do do and out. Do do bye.